Good evening, good evening, hello, hello. Good evening, come on in, come on in. Hello, hello, Samantha, hello, uh, Miss Carolyn, God bless you. Hello, Adria, y'all come on in, tag and share, tag and share. Come on, let's get these numbers up. Tonight is gonna be absolutely amazing because we have a very special guest on tonight. So y'all come on in. Good evening, Miss Pittman, God bless you. Come on in, welcome to the Life in the Now podcast. I'm super, super excited about tonight because we're gonna learn some stuff on tonight. We, we're gonna really, really dive in tonight. So welcome come on in good evening husband apostle carlos god bless you sir thank you for joining us y'all come on in leticia i see you god bless you tag and share invite a few friends invite about five friends yes invite about five friends l michelle thank you so much thank you thank you uh samantha thank you for for tagging and sharing and liking y'all go ahead and put up some hearts um, let people know that we are on tonight. I'm super excited about tonight, y'all. Good evening, Mr. Pittman. God bless you. God bless you. Come on in. Y'all come on in. I see you. I see you tagging and sharing. Come on in. I am super excited. This is my second podcast since we relaunched um last week i'm excited about this now because you know you guys we were on the radio and uh when i tell you after the radio we were like okay what are we gonna do now to expand to get the word out to um really minister to the community to get you know make sure that our community is informed and so the podcast i've had it for forever if you go back if you join the podcast and go back you'll hear all of our past uh broadcasts all of our past shows and guests but now i'm going in a new direction um as the church we have to make sure that we are well informed we pray we go to church we prophesy we get all of this information from the bible but it's time for us to stand up in our community and be informed you know when we go vote that we know who we're voting for we know who's been working for us who is still working for us that we know you know when we go in and cast our ballot we want to make sure that we know who we're voting for so these next few shows are all about um, you know, learning some of our candidates. I couldn't get all of them on, but it's time to learn our candidates. It's time to get, be informed, have the, you know, have the information that we need when we go in to cast our ballot that we can do it with confidence. So yes. Hello, Christy. God bless you. Y'all come on in. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited about it. I am not going, I'm, I'm done. I'm done because it's time now that we uh, talk to our guests, that we meet our guest on tonight. Um, tonight, before he comes up, before we bring him up, let me just 
share a little bit about him tonight. We our special, very special guest is none other than Pastor Gregory James. He's the pastor of the Life Church International. He is a community leader. He's an advocate of change. He is a believer of social justice and much, much more. There's so much more I can say about Pastor James but I'm going to let him share a little bit more about himself. He's a friend of ours. My husband and I, we appreciate everything about Pastor James. He has been there since from the beginning. Uh, when I first moved back to Tallahassee, Pastor James was that pastor who took me in under his wing and, and just kind of, you know, uh, protected me. He's that kind of person. He's that kind of a man. He's going to help. He, he helped the underdog. When you're down, he's the one that's pulling us up. So without further ado, would y'all go ahead and in your home, just give him a hand clap as we bring him forth. Pastor James, welcome, welcome, welcome. We thank God for you on the night. Welcome to the broadcast. Well, certainly, Pastor Nikki, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of the new series of Life in the Now. Certainly, I'm excited to be here with you tonight. Thank you so much. So tonight, Pastor James, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the man, the, the, the man, the motivation and the mission. A little bit about who you are, who you are, because I believe that our voters and all of the, our community want to know a little bit about the person who, who they're casting a ballot for. So when you get in the office, we have all confidence that you're going to go in there and you're going to do exactly what you told us that you would do. And so the motivation behind you actually saying, you know what, now is the time for me to run. Now is the time for me to step out into this position. Now is, the, now is my time. You know, I, I, I'm rising up to the occasion in this season. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the mission, the mission what you see happening, what what you would like to see happen once you step into that office. And so, first of all, the man, can you just give us a, just a little snippet about who Greg James is? Well, certainly, uh, when we talk about the man, we have to talk about the man whose life is one that grew up right here in the district, right here in the heart of our city. Uh, we look at the fact that as the man, the man is a encourager, mm -hmm. a, a fighter, mm. a, 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 a man that has the heart of the people. Uh, when, you, when you talk about the man, you're talking about a survivor. Um, one of the things that I have to say is that the man is a man who lives his life as transparent as he possibly can so that he can be whom God has called him to be. And when we look at our lives as believers, uh, we understand that the greatest role that we can ever play is to be a servant leader. Mm. And for years, when I look at the man, I look at the man as the, a servant leader who understands that you're not leading until you're serving. Wow. So the best way to describe it is that if you want to see, you know, yourself really exalted, then really understand the power of humility. And mm -hmm. I think that's who 
the man Greg James has become. My God, that's powerful, powerful. So all of you who are coming on right now, we have Pastor Greg James on with us tonight, and he is the candidate for Florida, Florida House of Representatives, District 8, Florida. Y'all, so if you're on here, you just heard him talk about the man that he is. So remember that name, Gregory James, as you cast your ballot. So, okay, Pastor James, the man. So what about the motivation behind you stepping out and saying, I am, I'm going to run. I'm going to, I'm going to give this all that I have. Well, you know, the motivation uh, comes from understanding that as believers, our lives are guided by the hand of God. Mm -hmm. And to understand this motivation for this move, for this moment, had to be a mandate that did not come from the man, Greg James. It came from the man who handles and orders the footsteps of Greg James. Because Greg James in his uh, own thought process never uh, had aspirations to serve in a role of a politician. It was not on my things to do list. It was not something that I was aspiring to do. So when you take a look at that, then the motivation has to come from a voice that is greater than my voice, mm -hmm. a hand that is stronger than my hand. And, and since we're here tonight, uh, Pastor Nikki, mm -hmm. uh, I, I just want to share the, how the motivation was birthed. I mean, uh, many people have seen and have heard that I'm running for an office, but they really don't know how this motivation came about. One of the things that I'm a firm believer in is that as a man of faith and as you're a woman of faith, we understand the, the voice of God and we move according to the voice of God. So to hear God at this moment in my life uh, say to me, this is a moment that I'm calling you forth. And how did that moment come? It came through him giving me a clear depiction of going to a barber shop on a Saturday morning to get a haircut, to go to a funeral. I want you to hear me. I want all of the listeners to hear. I was going on an early Saturday morning to get a haircut for a funeral. While sitting there, the barber shop becomes a place where men really have men talk. Mm -hmm. And the topic of discussion was what had just happened in our city, what had just happened concerning the house seat district eight. My conversation was, let us pray. Let us, you know, change the discussion. One young man said, well, Greg, you'll make a great uh, representative. My words, the man words was no, not me. <laughs> Someone said while sitting there, hey, you helped my cousin. I know that my family would take in consideration voting for you. Then another young man said, well, hey, you helped me. I know my family. And after getting the haircut, uh, Pastor Nikki, I got in the car and my spirit was really troubled. Mm. To the point that I'm now hearing 
men who have who are now saying how you have been a bridge to so many people crossing into a place of success, a place of empowerment. And rather than going to the funeral, here comes the motivation. I decide that I'm going to stay home and I'm going to meditate on what just occurred. The man now stays to hear from the man. And it was in that moment of meditation that the man who orders my steps, who guides my life, begin to give revelation to a young kid by the name of David, who was sent to take his brothers some, some, some lunch. And in that process, he heard the voice of Goliath and he heard Goliath taunting them. And because of their being afraid, David pulled out his resume and said, a lion came and I destroyed the lion. A bear came, I destroyed the bear. And out of his mouth, he uttered what he was going to do to Goliath. I want you to hear me because we're talking about motivation. The motivation didn't come from me. It had to come from him because he had to orchestrate what the next move of the man's life was going to be. So here it is. David now goes and he gets word that the king wants to see him because the king has heard that he has made the, the declaration to take down Goliath. And the king says, you know, you're really too young. The king really began to really minimize what David had heard the man say to him that motivated him to do what he was about to do. The king did not believe David. But David said, I know what God is going to do. The king said, well, let me dress you up. And I want to make this clear, uh, Pastor, because I want people to really understand that, that, that Greg James' life at this point was not a life that was aspiring, but his life at this point is a life that was inspired. Mm. David now is being told to dress by the king. Mm. David takes, puts on the king's armor. He tries to step forward in the king's attire, but he cannot advance because David recognizes that this does not fit me. Mm. Unravels what has been placed on him and he gets what's comfortable, a slingshot and five smooth stones. Mm. The Lord said to me then, here's the motivation, the motivation that the man gets. The Lord says, Greg, I sent you to the barbershop to stir up your spirit so that you can understand that I'm motivating you to mm -hmm. move and run forward. House seat district eight. You're not doing it. I'm doing it. Just like David was motivated to take on Goliath. I'm motivating you. Here is what I want you to understand. I don't want you to allow no one to clothe you. I just want you to be you. So the motivation comes from the fact that when you hear the voice of God, you heed the voice of God. And no matter what it looks like, you have to know that God is leading you. 
one of the things that I know about God, he never calls the qualified. But mm -hmm. what he does do, he qualifies those who he called. And Dr. Martin Luther King said something that was so powerful. He said that the true Christian church must not only be concerned about preparing souls for heaven, but the real church must challenge society to changing souls. So the call, the motivation to move into this space is a motivation that says it's time for the body of Christ to know now that we have to challenge what is happening in the earth realm with government. So the motivating factor for me, Pastor me, mm -hmm. has hearing and heeding the voice of God. So no matter what it looks like, no matter what people say, no matter what people think, I'm saying, God, I heard you and I'm moving in the direction that you are ordering. And when I do that, when I did that, it had allowed me to see what God was doing. So that was the motivating factor for me mm. as a man when I listened to the man because it was a mandate that was mandatory. My God, that's powerful. You said so many powerful, you made so many powerful statements, so many. But one thing that really, really uh, illuminated to me, you said it came in a moment. That in that moment, the motivation came in a moment and then it just spread it from there. It just expanded from there. And then you were open to hear the mandate from God, from the man. My I, God. I, I mean, you know, to, 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 to hear you catch that, because it most times and, and I'm grateful that we're having this moment. Most times we miss the moment because we begin to look at our own, uh, our, own, our own lives and we fail to know that when we move in a moment that God is ordering, then God has the responsibility to maximize the moment. Because if by chance this would have been in the man's moment, which is myself, it wouldn't have never happened. Why? Because the moment that I'm now walking in was a moment as a man that I was going to support someone else for the position. I was going to give them 100% of my support. So we have to know that this motivation that Greg James is walking in, it's a motivation that was moved and orchestrated by God. And that's what I'm excited about. Yes, that, that's very exciting. I mean, we're getting so many uh, little nuggets out of this. And I see Samantha saying maximum moment maximize the moment you know this is this is the time for us to maximize the moment it's time for us to you know to get up you know to get up stand up as the church and go vote if you want change then guess what bring the change be the change vote the change you know this platform could be used for so many other things but i said you know what i i, I want to see change in my community I want to experience change. And I what I want to do is I want to stand behind God's man. I want to stand behind the people that God has chosen in this season to bring about the change that is going to not only change the face of the community, but also change the face of, uh, of the kingdom. 
because this is about us too. It's not just about our community. This thing is going to transform lives, kingdom lives. The whole, the entire kingdom of God is shifting. So I believe that this is this is far greater than just the community, just just the state. You know, this thing is going to truly change kingdom lives. So, uh, uh, Pastor James, thank you so much for, for giving us that nugget behind the, the, the motivation behind why you said yes. And a lot of times when you say, well, God said for me to go, people look at you and they'll laugh and they'll, they'll think you're crazy. Oh, really? God said so. But it is in that ob that moment of obedience is what bring forth the change. Oh my God, obedience. And so you were talking about David. David was obedient. He was like, look, you know, everything seemed like all of my circumstances, it is just, you know, uh, it, it doesn't add up. I don't know if I'm the man, but at the end of the day, he went back and said, okay, if I, you know, did this and overcame, if I took out the bear, you, you know what, this situation that I'm facing right now, this is just a piece of cake. So thank you so much for having the courage to go forth for us. Absolutely. For us. That's why we're standing behind you. Yes. I, yeah. Because I know what you've done. I've experienced it. I, I've, I've watched you over the years pick people up that were down you restored so many lives so it's so much so you know what i can stand behind a candidate like that who's been working without the title but now god is he's he's preparing you to take right to reign so i'm excited you know so i i let, let us move on because whoo the time is going but you said so much so now we want to have a conversation about the mission the mission. We've been talking about the man, the motivation, and the mission. You know that that God has already given you the mission. You know because when you when the motivation came, the mission was already there because you've already been walking it out. So mm -hmm. now, can you talk to us a little bit about the mission? What well, you, I mean, you know, I think you said you said it you said it so profoundly. When, when God gave the motivation, then the mission came. And one of the things that, that I understood was that, and you know, I, I, I'm so um, open about my, my, uh, my, my life, my past. And, and you know, a lot of times, a lot of my uh, family and a lot of my friends, they're like, well, Greg, you don't always have to, you know, share that. But I, I like people to know that nothing about me, about my life is a lie. I want them to understand that because here's the mission. When I came back into our community, my mission was to do one thing, and that was to help mend the fabrics of our community that I have once torn apart. Mm. That mission has been the driving force behind every waking moment that I'm able to get up. Now, here, here, here is what I tell people. After serving time well over 13 years, I could have easily passed the Nikki, relocated, went somewhere where no one knew my name, started a very quiet life, 
did not even have to bring up what had happened in my past. I could have just lived life and enjoyed. But that was not the mission. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, it was because of my mess that God created the kind of ministry that was a mission-minded ministry. So I had no other choice but to come back to my community and help do two things, empower and encourage. Mm. Coming back to the community in 2008, in the month of May, in the month of July, I did something historical in the city. And that was to bring a thousand men rally to an area full of crime, an area that I once participated in criminal activities in, and that was in the barn community. At night, men at night with agencies out there, and that was something that was planned while I was in a dark place. Mm. But the development of it came after the light was turned on. So it was there that the mission to make a difference in our community started. I get out in May, and in 2008 of May, in July, every city official, every county official, the mayor at that time was Mayor John Mars. At that time, he embraced the idea. He thought that it was something phenomenal to have men coming together with agencies there to help them. So, so that mission uh, uh, was a part of uh, God's plan. And I wanted to use my voice to advocate. I wanted to use my voice to really serve our community. Why? Because it was in the place that I was in where I had no voice. It was in the place that I was in where I, was, I had to fight just to be heard. It was in that place where a number was assigned to me, not even my name. Mm. So, so it was there that when I look at the moment that I'm in now because of the motivation that the man has given me, I understand now what this real mission is about. And, and as a man of faith and as a believer, God prepares us for our now by mm. causing to work day by day. And when we get into the place that he has prepared us for, we can understand it better. So, so my mission, my mission was to, to really right some of the wrongs, was to fix some of the hurt, some of the pain. And, 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 and I made it my business that every day I wanted to represent people every day. I wanted to represent the everyday people. Every day, I wanted to be a voice for those who had no voice. I wanted to hear their issues, and I wanted to figure out how could I help solve their issues. Why? Because it was in that dark place that I had to fight. It was in that dark place that I had to make sure that that justice was done for me and others. So. Mm -hmm. Pastor Nikki, to, to, to look at my own, my life from 2008 until 2022, 
it had to be uh, a God ordained for me to have the drive to do the things that I have done over the years. I mean, one of the things that I know is that when you have gone through as much as I have gone through, the, the word fear of man does not even exist <laughs> because God has given you the strength and the power to survive. And, 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 and one of the things that I know is true is that, that Beyonce said it best when she said it in her lyrics. She says, I'm a survivor and I'm not going to give up. As a matter of fact, she says, I'm going to work harder. And, and, and that has resonated with me to work hard. 2008 to now, I have a history of working for the people. Mm. When I look at what God has allowed me to do, when I look at the favor of God that's over my life, that has allowed me to be at tables that, that really with my qualifications as a formerly incarcerated, I shouldn't be there, but the favor of God has placed me there. So, I, so I, my mission has has been to to empower and to speak for those who have no voice, and whether that's in a court setting, advocating for men to to get fair justice, whether that's a mother who has a child who's dealing with mental illnesses and and has been treated unfairly and have not been given the proper uh, uh, treatment that was needed. And because of the lack of his treatment or her treatment, they are finding themselves facing uh, uh, juvenile and justice problems, whether it's a, it's a group of nursing students who were in school at a unit at Kaiser and that school closed. And now they are up in front and they're, they're really not knowing what the next step is going to be yet. Greg James fights for them to ensure that they be given scholarships, that they be given the opportunity to in, uh, attend local colleges here to fulfill their dreams, whether it's a homeless individual who's trying to find a place to stay and no one is fighting for them, whether it's a young lady who is taking the chance of driving all because she has children that she's have to take to the doctor and she has lost her license. She's a habitual. So it's always been me fighting for the everyday person. It's always been me being able to, to go to those who are in positions of authority, those who make decisions and share with them the needs of people that's in our community. So, so to understand people pain, I don't have to make that up. I know what it feels like because I've experienced it. To understand what it means to, to, to look at life and not be able to have all that you need to survive, I know what that means. So, so my life is a living example of what the district needs when it comes to someone who can really advocate, who can really have an opportunity to, to do one of the most powerful things that is needed, and that's communicate and listen. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, my mission has been fueled by me being able to go in and advocate for people and see results. That's yeah. what drives me. I mean, here we, I mean, I mean, the list of what has been driving my life goes on and on, but but the key to it all is knowing 
that we're in a season and a space now whereby all that Greg James has gone through, listening to the voice of God and being motivated by him puts him in a place now to fulfill a greater mission. And, 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 and the greater mission is to serve the state of Florida, to serve the people in District 8, to be able to make sure that, that my voice represents a district who needs a voice at the table. And when we look at some of the things that we're facing, I mean, you know, just to talk very briefly about healthcare, uh, one of the things that I know right now is that we, we're, in a, we're in a battle when we talk about it and we talk about Medicaid. And I, I'm a firm believer that, that Medicaid not only should be affordable, but it should be available. So I've got a mission to, to, to make sure that, that we're doing what needs to be done when it comes to our health issues. I, I got a mission to make sure that, that women have the right to choose. I mean, I, I just feel and believe that that's their right. And and so, so, Nikki, to be honest with you, I am so comfortable in this space because why? Greg James has been conversating with, with those on the other side, Republicans, as well as Democrats. And he's been able to do what? He's been able to listen and he's been able to communicate. And then he's been able to walk away with results. So what makes me so much of the man? What makes me so motivated? What makes me so concerned about this mission is that God has already, like David, been preparing me. David killed the lion, he killed the bear. Now he faces what has tormented the people who lie. What has tormented us? Government. Mm. There's so much pain, government. What has caused our lives to be in such a state of poverty? Government. It's now time for a voice that can really show what the kingdom needs in the earth realm. The Bible did not say the government shall be upon the kingdom, but it said the kingdom shall have the government. And when the righteous are in power, Come on. then there's a sense of peace that's in this nation. And I just believe we're at a moment God is raising up men and women who he has motivated to take on the mission and just walk in the mantle that he's caused them to walk in. I'm excited about this, this journey. I'm excited about this campaign. I'm excited about the fact that God would look beyond so many others and say, Greg, you it. And I'm able to say, yes, Lord. And I'm able to take and be able to use the, the God-given grace and the God-given favor that he's placed upon my life to help secure some of the needs that this district had, have and to be able to be a representative for the state of Florida in House Seat District 8. And I'm excited about working to do that. And I tell people all the time, I don't have all the answers. I don't believe there's anyone who, who came out of their mother's womb 
as an attorney knowing all the answers. I don't believe there's anyone came out wanting to be a doctor knowing. So I don't have all the answers, but guess what? I'm willing and I'm able to do. I'm able to surround myself with people who can help facilitate what needs to happen, listen and communicate the needs of the district and be able to represent that district well to ensure that those programs like you, Nikki, you, you know what it means to work with IU. You, you see the struggles that these children are having. You see how underfunded programs are. I'm excited about being able to, 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 to have the lived experience of dealing with them. And, and the greatest thing that I'm so excited about is that my life becomes a real experience of what needs to happen. My life hasn't impacted education it impacted the workforce. It impacted security, my past life. So with that being said, I want to be involved in education and the workforce committee. I want to be involved in criminal justice. I want to see small businesses thrive like I've been doing in the past working with them. So with that being said, the mission has come from the man himself who has motivated me to move in this moment. I know we've gone beyond the time. I'm grateful for the three words that you have laid out, the man, the motivation, and the mission. I understand who I am as the man, but I know the motivation and the mission had to come from him. My God. Pastor James, you have, you, 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 <laughs> I had a few more points, but you hit on all of them. This has been so powerful. This is, this is such a powerful interview because you said uh two things you came back to do empower and to encourage and each time you get results that's powerful results matter Absolutely. results matter and pastor james I i'm gonna say this uh to you you are the poster child for when they say be the change that you want to see in the world you you your, your your picture is beside that quote be the change that you would like to see in the earth be that change and so you are that change that you desire to see and if each one of us would take that mentality and be the change that we want to see if we want to see something happen if we, we we're complaining about something it starts with us first and so you have actually done that and we see the results from that well i mean you know i to be to tell you when you when you said be the change i had a young man today to call me uh, well, I had two young men to call me, but this young man really kind of like brought me into tears. A uh, young man out of Havana, Florida. He's married, been out of prison for well over 25 years. And his question to me was, hey, listen, I want to know what do I need to do to get all of my rights restored? And I began to walk him through the process over the phone. And the next thing I know, he was texting me, sending me pictures of the application that he had gotten. And, and the thing that he said to me that was so inspiring. He said, man, your life, the change that you are now walking in has encouraged me. Yeah. To see you running for office has encouraged me. And I, I asked him, I said, well, why would you say that? He said, because it takes a lot of bravery to do what you're doing. So guess what? It goes back to motivation. In my own mindset, I would not be doing it in my own mindset. So you know it had to come from a higher 
voice, that mind. So I, 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 I'm grateful and, 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 and like you say, you gotta be the change. And I, I'm grateful to God for what he has been doing. I'm grateful for the opportunities that he has been providing for me. I'm grateful for the, the number of people who I've been able to serve and who I've been able to allow God to, to allow me to help get out of their situations. And it's not for my glory. As a matter of fact, when we take on this role of serving, it comes with so much humiliation. Mm. We have to know that we're doing it from a pure place. And that's what I feel and believe when it comes to House Representative Seat District 8. There are a group of people that I feel need to be at the table. Yeah. I mean, our communities are going to get better. We have to be able to bring everyone to the table. And I'm just grateful and thankful that at this moment and at this hour, God saw that, Greg, I can use you in spite of what your resume look like. Because why? You know that your voice mixed with my favor is going to deliver what is needed in a like this. Wow. So Ooh. I'm grateful. And and I and I and I'm gonna say this and I'm done. And I don't let people uh devalue me because of my past. Because when you look around, when you look around, whether you got a PhD or a GHD, you make one bad mistake and you're gonna find yourself facing consequences. Yes. So it's not a, a moment for us to glory in people's mishaps. It's not a moment for us to take it in and, 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 and make it uh, resound throughout the city or the state. But what it is a moment for us to do is to become humble so that we can be who God has called us to be and serve people the way God has called us to serve them. And that's what I want to do. And my mantra is I want to keep working. And that's what uh, I believe that the mission is in this hour. Work at a greater level. My God, my God, powerful, powerful. This has been so powerful. Such a powerful conversation with you, uh, Pastor James. Um, my husband posted earlier on here and you stated it, you said it. When the righteous is in authority, the people rejoice. The people rejoice. And I just believe that God, he, he, he's turning some tables. He's turning some tables. And he's allowing us to, to partake in what it is that he has already established for us right here in the earth. So what you're doing is so powerful. There are some things. There's uh, a few things that I know that you stand for. I know I've seen you. I've watched you work for these things. And I just want to put them out there right quick before we wrap up, because we have totally gone beyond our time. But I want to I want to throw these things out here. Um, the first one is economic empowerment. You, you are for that. You, you want to empower people to be able to work for themselves and pro provide for themselves and their families. Juvenile justice and prevention. 
I've worked with you on so many occasions uh, with prevention. You have you have encouraged my program. You have you have really helped me out in that area because you know that's that's a part of what I'm called to do. Nonprofits, you know, empowerment of the nonprofit or organizations, um, restoration of of rights and second chances for those who have uh, been shut down and said, you know, your rights have been taken away. I, I, I saw you rally. I saw you fight for. I saw the results that came from that. And also just community, overall community development. So uh, Pastor James, those are some of the things, those are some of the areas that I've seen your work in. So I know other people have seen that. So I just wanted to put those things out there. So well, I mean, you know, thank you so much. And 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 I, let me say this. I appreciate the, the work that you have been doing. Um, and one of the things that I am a, a, a strong uh, component of, and that's unifying. Uh, and, and I'm grateful that you and your husband and I have had an conversation, conversation several times on how can we do it better? How can we collaborate? I mean, and how can we take our strengths and bring them to the table and effectively do more for the same population. So, so I'm, I'm, I, I know what God has gifted and has favored me with. I know he's given me an anointing to sit down with Kings and Queens. I know he's given me that kind of favor. Uh, I I'm grateful for that. And he's given me that voice to make sure that others are able to have what they need to fulfill the work that they're doing. So thank God for you. Thank God for your heart to serve. And I appreciate your support and your believing, you and your husband, believing in me that I will keep working and I will keep fighting. Amen. Well, look, you have our support. We've, you, we've supported you uh, before this. You've supported us. And that's what we do. We support each other. And there are so many people out here in the comment section there. They're saying if you need a ride to the poll to go vote, you know, look, call, call a neighbor, call a friend, you know, reach out. We have to we have to make this is a this. I, I think that this is going to be an uh, epic moment <laughs> for all of us. And this is our time to say, you know what we want to see at the table and you we know. know you know what? I, I I really believe it because, um, you know, just since you said that and I, I, and I know we are way beyond our time okay. and here it is, the, the, the motivation part is coming in. But but this is an epic moment. Here is a guy who um, life plus 40 years in federal prison wow. was not supposed to be out the day that I was scheduled to be released the day. After changing my clothes, putting on polo for the first time in 12 years, I was told I was getting ready to leave. And an alert came on the computer, turned me around, sent me back inside with a 40-year sentence. Wow. I, I'm not supposed to be here. This is a moment, Pastor Nikki, that God is orchestrating. This is a moment that is confounding the wise. Mm. This is a moment that God is saying my will is being done in the earth realm. Mm. 
Mm. I got a call today. I got a call today from Pastor Jamal Bryant. He called me today. He said, man, listen, I want to let you know I'm really proud of you. And I see you've been having your uh, block parties. When are you inviting me on? Oh. So, 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 so that block party was God orchestrated. That's what he said too. And that has been touching people spiritually. Yes. But it also has been motivating people to get up and get to the polls because your voice matters. So thank you. The moment is epic. And because the moment is epic, then we have to move in the moment. We cannot linger on what was. Because if we linger on what was, we're going to miss what is. And I'm determined. Listen to me. I'm determined to make sure that I stay in the vein of God. And I know we got to go, but God woke me up this morning around 2.30 and he talked to me about the assignment. He talked to me about the assignment has with it attacks, but the assignment creates advancement. The assignment creates authority and the assignment creates a new anointing. And at the block party, Pastor Leo Stoney out of Melbourne, Florida, talked about the assignment. You got to, I'm, I'm finished. I, so I'm excited about the assignment. It's a God assignment and God can do what man can never do. All you have to do is yield yourself to him and you got to say, here I am. The first teacher that ever taught school wasn't an expert at it, but she did it until he or she got better. The first basketball player that played basketball wasn't, wasn't the best, LeBron, but he kept doing it until he got bad. So Greg James is going to keep doing what he's doing. And God said, greater works shall you do for the people that I call you to serve. My God, do y'all hear this? This has been so good. I, my goal, I have reached my goal on tonight. My goal was to make sure that the people know the man, the motivation, and the mission. You, anybody can get out and run and they can, you know, want to put their, their name in the hat. But, but what is it all about? The man, the motivation and the mission and you have laid it out from the comments that are on here people are saying that's nobody but god powerful because when you win we win absolutely As ordinary people when you when you get there we're there that's why we it's so important that we come out of the church that we pray and get up and go vote that we know who we're voting for that we understand the mission, that we understand, that we know what it is that we need and we want in this season. And we watched the man or the woman or whoever's running, that we watch what they've already done. You have done, you've been doing the work. You're still working. You're the hottest working man in this race. You every day you're out there. The block pot, the block parties. Just, I mean, people are going to work, empowered, rejuvenated. This is this is bigger than us. This is bigger than Greg James. This is a God moment. So make your voice count when you go and vote. Greg James, Gregory James, House of Representatives, District 8, 
Oh, okay, Pastor James, before we go, and I think Christy put it up, we need to know how do we support this mission? How do we support? Where can we go? Where can people give? Where can they, you know, they, there it is right there, support the movement. Greg James for district8.com. Amen. Thank you so much. Go there. I, I, I believe it or not, I'm, I'm overjoyed. And I'm just full because of this morning, the block party and this moment here. Mm. Before we got on the air, you said we've got 30 minutes and you'll let me know when the 30 minutes in. Here it is. We're 8.58 and no one has left and the spirit of God is moving. My this God. is what it's about. The Bible said the heart of the king is in his hand. And we are at a moment with God, not intellect, but the power of God has to change hearts. Pharaoh's heart was not changed by man. Mm -hmm. It was changed by God. First, God hardened his heart. Then God made his heart even harder. And then God made it even harder to let the people know that I'm in control of hearts. We're in a moment where the hearts of the kings has to be changed by the people of God. And I just believe that with your prayers, with you getting out to vote, it's not about me being in a seat, but it's about God being in a seat where he can get the glory and mm. things change. Bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor James. That's what it's all about. At the end of the day, we want to glorify God. Thank you so much for this conversation tonight. And to each and every one of you out there, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for joining, for taking your time out to listen, to listen to this show. And look, uh, share it with some of your friends who may not have been on here tonight. Share this broadcast. Continue to share this so that we remember this name. When you go to the polls, when you go to the polls and you remember this name, Gregory James. Gregory James, he's the man that we, we want to see in the seat because he's the man. He has the motivation and the mission for what we need in this now season. So thank you all so much. God bless y'all. We love you. Be sure to tune in next next Thursday, again, right here on the Life in the Now podcast. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Until next week, 